The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up and get ready to clutch your pearls. Happy New Year, Michael! Welcome to the show. Welcome, listeners, to Murder Amongst Friends. Hopefully everybody had a good holiday season, staying healthy and happy. But we're going to take all that down a notch <laughs> and talk about some murders as or usual. You don't have to be happy, you know. You could be sad. Yeah. I, actually, this is like the saddest time of year for a lot of people, right? Very high suicide rate this time of year. Ugh, that is true. That is true. And uh, let's see what we can do yeah. to cheer people up. <laughs> Coming off the rip with the suicide statistics. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So I have a wild, twisty, turny, all over the place kind of story today. Excellent. My favorite kind. This is the story of Angela Maria Diaz. In the summer of 2016, 32-year-old Angela Diaz calls 911. She reports that strangers keep showing up at her Anaheim, California condo with the intent to rape her. What? This has been happening so often and for so long, she told the cops that a mysterious quote-unquote someone was impersonating her and replying to rape fantasy ads on Craigslist. Oh, no. That's terrifying. She also gave the police the name of her husband's ex-girlfriend, well, ex-fiance, actually, Michelle Hadley, claiming she believed Michelle to be responsible. I actually had somebody not, of course, it wasn't to this level, God forbid, but, like, I actually had somebody who would sign me up for, like, random email, like, you know what I mean? Use my emails to sign up for, like, random shit I would get like weird samples in the mail. Like it wasn't anything too, it wasn't threatening, but it was fucking annoying. But this is like way off the charts. After the call, the police quickly arrested Hadley, who was 30 at the time, and she spent 88 days in jail. While trying to build their case against Hadley, the police would discover that there was much more to this story than anyone could have possibly guessed. Oh boy, here we go. The first thread that came loose in the case against Hadley was a pile of threatening emails Diaz claimed to have received, emails with Hadley's name on them, emails with biblical references and death threats, and they were traced back not to Hadley, but to Diaz herself. I was just going to say, is this girl doing... Listen, I know girls like that. I was involved in a scandal like that one time where this girl said that I was leaving her these, like, ominous, threatening messages. She lived in another state, by the way. I had no idea who this girl was, but she was dating an ex-boyfriend of mine and decided to, like, go down that track. So I can tell you that it's not a fun situation to be in when somebody is, like, pretending to be you and doing wacky, wacko shit. She set up an email account in Hadley's name, obviously, and sent herself deranged right. emails for months. De- <laughs> deranged was me editorializing a little bit, but they were deranged. Yeah. Anybody who would do something like this has got a little touch of the old insanity. Well, as it so happens, this turned out to be one of the smaller lies in the web that Diaz had been constructing. <laughs> That's a pretty big one. In January of 2017... The Orange County DA announced that Diaz had also faked a pregnancy. Oh my God, dude. Is this the, is this the girl? Is this the girl from my story? Because this chick did this, you know, this backstory. Yeah, I do. You know this backstory. This this, girl faked a pregnancy and then said that I was harassing her pregnant self in the hopes that she would miscarry, which is absolutely awful. And I literally still to this day don't even know fully who this girl is. 
but this is giving me the creeps, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so she faked the pregnancy, cervical cancer, and multiple doctor's notes. She also sent and responded to emails in one of her ex-boyfriend's name to make it seem like she was under siege. Okay. As if people are literally plotting against this lady, like, all together. Similar to uh, your it's friend there. quite similar to what was happening, yes. In which I said, I will take a polygraph and so will you. And let's see who wins. And guess what? They backed off. Weird. Weird how that happens, huh? The truth will out. <laughs> <laughs> the truth shall, sh- shall set you free? Is that um, the quote? It yeah. is. And I should just say for the record here, I'm not as old as my phraseology would make me sound. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I'm in my 40s and Mike is clearly 105. Yes. So please give us money. <laughs> <laughs> please give us money so we can continue and have our hip operations. <laughs> One of the main witnesses to testify against Diaz was Detective Michael Cunha. He testified that the first time he met Diaz, she was with her husband, Ian who happened to be a U.S. Marshal. Oh, poor Ian. What has he gotten himself into? At the time, the detective was investigating the initial stalking claims. He said right away Diaz gave him Michelle Hadley's name. He continued that Diaz said she was being followed to work by Hadley's friends. Ian Diaz confirmed that he had a difficult relationship with Hadley and previously attempted to get a restraining order, but the order was denied. Okay. How, I mean... If a U.S. Marshal can't get a restraining order against someone. Perhaps the claim isn't as founded as it would appear. Either that or perhaps the justice system is a little wonky. Well, before you jump to any conclusions, I have about five pages left to go in this story. So buckle up. Oh, God. Here we go. It's like a roller coaster. I'm excited. Then he described the emails that Diaz showed him, replete with claims that Ian was not being faithful. Threats that Angela would be raped and killed, as well as pictures of dead fetuses and dead women. Is this the actual girl? No. Nope. Is this the actual girl? We finally figured out who the fuck she is. It's this chick. <laughs> Angela, oh my God. Angela described Michelle to the detective as quote unquote crazy and that she had quote unquote lost her mind. Oh, okay. I love when people say that women are crazy because we're all hysterics. This lady obviously is hysterical, but. I'm crazier than pretty much anyone <laughs> I've ever met. So, so there's that, you know, and that's why we're best friends. I guess it takes one to know one takes kind one of situation. Takes one to know one, buddy. Two peas in a pod. So this all kind of seems to have started from a dispute over Hadley's name still being on the title of the condominium she and Ian Diaz purchased together when they were engaged. Bad move. The detective said that Ian described his relationship with Michelle as starting off fast, and that he told her he loved her in the first two dates. <laughs> They got the loan for the condo together, but Michelle had provided the cash for the down payment. Oh, boy. They were constantly fighting. Eventually, Ian kicked her out, and they broke up. Ian Diaz further claimed that Hadley started sending him disturbing emails, including threats to burn the condo down with their dog inside. No. This Nobody's is, going to threaten to burn their own dog. That's this, so sus. This is a quote. I have been patient, and my patience is at an end. One email to Diaz began before suggesting... He was guilty of the seven deadly sins and, quote, most of all, pride. Oh, God. You know, religion, once we, once you bring religion into it, it gets instantly, infinitely more creepy. Hadley signed off the email with, so let it be written, so let it be done. No, no. And so it shall be. No. Another email said that the condo did not belong to Ian, 
quote, but belongs to the Holy Trinity. <laughs> fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. It's fucking cuckoo clock. While investigating, the detective questioned Hadley about the condo email she apparently attempted uh, to send. She said she was fed up and that she was in a fugue state when she wrote them. No, come listen. All right. Okay. I know I keep jumping into like these backstories, but you also know this other backstory about this particular friend that I had who would push her religious agenda on P again, everybody who's listening, whatever your religion is great for you. I love it. I think it's wonderful. But when you start like infusing religion and trying to like push it on other people, it just gets to be too much. It's too much. And we're no longer friends. And there you have it. And that's where I come in. And And this is where Mike comes in. The spring after breaking up with Hadley, Ian's new girlfriend, Angela, started getting ominous emails herself. Mm, Weird how that happens. Yep. The biblical references in the emails Angela was getting made the couple think it must have been Hadley sending them. Although Michelle vehemently denies sending the emails to Angela, claiming they had never even met. (laughs) You know, I read this story and I thought, she might appreciate certain details of this story. Yeah. This reminds me of that case where, like, that guy, he was, like, a mechanic or something, and he was dating one girl, but then he met another girl, and then she was, like, pretending she was the second girl, sending him messages and took pictures of herself in the trunk, set her own house on fire with her pets in it. Why can't I remember the the name of these people? But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Come to find out, it was the girl he had been dating the whole time, like, terrorizing himself. Well, I guess we don't have to do that episode now. Ugh. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we just described episode two. So, uh, moving back to the rape fantasy ad. Oh my god! The Craigslist ad was posted under "Casual Encounters" with the heading, in all caps, "Rape Fantasy." M four W parentheses O C. Now, M four W. I can only assume man for, man for woman. Yeah. O C. I don't know what. O C. I don't know. Oh, Orange County, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's a location. Listen, I don't frequent Backpage, which no longer exists, or Craigslist, and I am not up on all the the lingo. I'm also not smart. Um, <laughs> Get out. You're wicked smart. You're wicked smart, kid. So I'm just for the sake of the story, I'm going to assume OC stands for Orange County. Since let's they're, hope. Since they're in Anaheim. Let's hope. Below. Like open casket. Great <laughs> <laughs> fantasy. Open casket. Let's do it. Who's up for it? Not me. Below was a violent photo of a partially clothed woman with a man restraining her mouth and head with his hands. Great. That definitely turns people on. Now, this was the gist of the post. I'm looking for women who have fantasies about being raped, forced to perform. I've done this before with a couple of ex-girlfriends and found it very intense and exciting. We would agree on the limits before meeting, and we could meet at a safe location like a hotel. Yeah, as if a hotel's fucking safe. <laughs> the most anonymous, like, no one knows who you are. It's total anonymity. Let's go there. It'll be fine. I won't kill you, I promise. So that was how the poster described what he wanted. Yeah. The poster described himself as a sane, clean-cut professional. No. That sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> sane white male in my 40s holds down a job my neighbors think i'm quiet and uh, they would never suspect it of me Uh, a search warrant affidavit filed in angela diaz's native arizona 
revealed more on the disturbing ad in the replies of the Center for Case. On June 13th, 2016, someone replied to the Craigslist posting saying, I, there's typos in here. I am, have been dying to have a rape fantasy occur. Watched while walking my dang, assuming means dog. Yeah. Following me to the door and forcing me into my condo. No. I am 30, tall, gorgeous, and ready. The person continued before providing the address of Angela Diaz's condo in Anaheim. No. my God. It's so easy to mess with people. I have a Yorkie. (gasps) I walk every night, say 8 p.m., come find me. No. Are you fucking crazy? Also, okay, okay. I get a rape fantasy. It's fine. We're all adults. Whatever we do behind closed doors, as long as it's consensual and we're not hurting anybody or whatever, I'm all for it. Okay? Totally. All for it. However, you're posting this in a public forum and anybody in the world can read it. So you know who's going to see it? besides the person who's putting the post, who may be a very sane, nice man who literally just wants to act on a rape fantasy, shake hands and go separate ways. Every other fucking lunatic in the world is now going to be looking for you because you've just given them an opening to come and assault you. What the fuck are these people thinking? Well, I'm beside we have a lot more to figure out I'm beside myself. what they were thinking. Okay. At the time of the initial investigation. For, for Just for the record, this is a terrible fucking idea, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the detective believed the person who wrote that reply was someone pretending to be Angela because that's how Angela described it. Right. Six days later, that detective got another call from Diaz saying there was supposedly another man traveling up from San Diego ostensibly to fulfill the fantasy. Uh, Okay. The detective called that guy and left a message saying that the response was fraudulent and no one showed up to Diaz's house that night. Imagine. Can you imagine just contacting someone and going, hey – I know what you're about to do. Don't do it. Don't go fake rape this lady. <laughs> All right? We are the police. I swear I am the police. I, I, I promise I'm the police. None of this is a scam. Please don't fake go rape this lady. Thank you. Bye. Now. Like, that, that's on a voicemail? Get the fuck out of here. The San Diego man eventually wrote to Ian. <laughs> uh, How did he get Ian's email, I wonder, this random stranger? The man told him he was sorry, and he was thinking the message was legitimate. Ian also discovered the responder to the advertisement had sent photos of Angela. So whoever this was, pretending to be Angela, had pictures of her to send to these men to be like, I'm the one. Come find me. Yeah. Uh, And this guy is a U.S. marshal. He's a marshal, and he doesn't find any of this fucking suspect. Like, he might want to change professions. Like, maybe go work at... Stop and shop or something. Well, those photos all came from Instagram, apparently. So the detective testified that Ian Diaz began to respond to posters of the Craigslist ads. Since he was a U.S. Marshal, he hoped to set up one of these guys responding to the ad and question him himself. Yeah, except it's your girlfriend, but okay. Uh, yet another man responded to yet another ad uh, saying he was flying into LAX. But the original detective managed to contact him saying the ad was a fraud. <laughs> this is crazy. Only three days after the LAX guy, Diaz made the 911 call to report an attempted rape. So there had been multiple near misses. Right. And now three days after the latest near miss, there's supposedly somebody right there. So she calls 911. So somebody like showed up to her house or somebody attacked her? Does she have any The responding like, officer – You always ask these questions. That's the very next sentence. I know. Listen – 
The responding officer found Angela in an alley behind her condo with bruises on her right temple. No one was ever given herself by punching herself in the head, but okay. No one was ever found in connection to this attempted rape, nor was anyone seen on any security. I was going to say, this is 2016. There's fucking cameras everywhere. So Jesse Smollett or whatever the fuck, however the fuck, Juicy Smollett. This is a, this is a, this is a Jesse Smollett bullshit story, but okay. The next morning is when Michelle Hadley got arrested. She was quickly released on bail, but within an hour of her release, Angela got another email from an address that supposedly came from Hadley. Imagine you're this girl. This is like me and Michelle are like we're vibing because in the story, she's basically me, and these other two idiots are like ruining her life for a time. And like, imagine I know what this girl feels like. It's fucking shitty. Uh, that email that supposedly came from Michelle said Angela would be punished and raped. Uh, As if it was Michelle, though, and an hour after she gets let out, the first – she's like, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. The minute I get out, first I'm going to have some breakfast. And <laughs> then I'm going to send another threatening email because they're clearly already on my case. So why would I do that? It makes no sense. But waffles first. It makes no sense. Uh, so the detective in an affidavit wrote, I believe based off the evidence I obtained – Angela was responsible for creating the fake email accounts and sending the messages to herself to create the illusion Michelle Hadley was responsible for the crimes. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. In September 2016, Ian Diaz filed for an annulment of the marriage based on fraud. Right. The annulment uh, came just six months after they got married. So they got married in March of 2016. Right. According to court documents establishing the official timeline, Ian and Angela met on January 2nd, 2016. And on January 29th, 2016, Ian proposed and Angela accepted. What? Three days? That's 27 days for those of you doing math. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. What January you? 2nd. Oh, 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 oh. And oh. on January 29th. Oh, I thought you said like January 9th or something. That's still not three days. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about me. I need another cup of coffee. Now, this is a strange sentence and no offense intended. Okay. <laughs> okay. Two weeks after... The engagement. They vacationed in Boise, Idaho. Now- What the fuck? Who the fuck goes- No offense. No offense to anyone in Idaho. I love a good potato. I am a carboholic, I admit. But I don't think that Boise, or in fact, Idaho at all, would probably make my top 10 places that I would dream of going for a vacation. Again, Idahoans, we love you. But well, it's, holy shit. it's because Ian's parents live there. <laughs> I don't give a shit. If I get engaged, I want to go on like a little yeah. sex spree. Like, Although, you know, if you he, live in Anaheim where it's nice all the time and maybe going to Idaho to get some weather is a vacation. I don't uh, know. Um, I mean, go to like Scotland or something if you want some weather. At least you go to another country. Experience the culture. Two weeks after the engagement, they vacationed in Boise, Idaho, and Angela told her soon-to-be husband and his parents that she was pregnant. When they got back to California, this they decided they decided that Angela should move in with Ian after being engaged, after knowing each other for 27 days. And being pregnant. Well, she, she just she jumped right in there. On February 19th, Angela moved all of her stuff into Ian's condo while he was at work. <laughs> just, hey, we should probably move in together. Ah, oh, man, what a tough day at work. Oh, you live here now. Don't worry. I've done everything. <laughs> it's fine. You just put your feet up. I have literally moved all my stuff in and I've now taken over your entire life. That same day, they discussed the pregnancy and the fact that Angela didn't have health insurance. Is she actually pregnant? Well. Because, Mike, I don't want to keep referring back 
to this situation that I had to deal with. But as we all know, that girl wasn't even fucking pregnant. Now, this is bad storytelling for me to remind you of something I said in the beginning of the story. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. She very, very obviously faked pregnancy and a cervical cancer diagnosis and yeah, all of these I things. Mean, she's full so of shit. I've I've laid this out. Yeah. Bad storytelling. Bad storytelling. Um so yeah, she's pregnant, didn't have health insurance. Well, that's when they decided to get married quickly, and within three days they were married at the courthouse. I mean, this guy is up for it. I mean, what a fucking I mean, does he not like he's got no sort of now, I got a little folksy in my writing here. Oh. Now, wouldn't you know it, not long after the marriage began, Ian, who was a U.S. Marshal, don't forget, right? actually a deputy criminal investigator for six years, How? started to find multiple lies and inconsistencies in what he was learning about Angela. Well, he's known her for four weeks, roughly. May not have been long enough. When they met, Angela was driving a black Volkswagen Passat, Otzi car, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Which she claimed to be borrowing from a male friend. A week before she moved in, Angela was driving a silver Hyundai Santa Fe, uh-huh. which she said she was renting because her 2009 Ford Focus was in the repair shop. Okay. Angela later admitted her Ford wasn't at the dealership. It had been repossessed. This lady's a piece of work. Around the same time. Ian says he discovered his wife had credit cards, bank statements, and more belonging to the male friend. When asked about these items, Angela Diaz allegedly said she and the friend received each other's mail. (laughs) That's not a thing. She's identity stealing. What is this chick up to? This chick is a wacko. On February 5th, this guy's sister, the friend's sister, sent Ian a Facebook message saying that Angela wasn't being faithful. But because technology, the message was stored in the filtered inbox, and Ian claims to not have seen it until that September when everything was popping off. I channeled you on that last Listen, popping off. Yeah, I do say that. But you know what? That does happen because that is how I found out that my husband was cheating, is that there were messages in that sort of filtered box Mm. that I didn't realize because you can't see them on the phone. It's only like when you log into a computer. And I got this weird feeling and I busted out this old ass laptop that like I didn't even know if it would work. And I logged into my Facebook and lo and behold, I had these like filtered like requests for messages or whatever. And let me just tell you, I clicked on that and boy, oh boy, what a day I had. They should perhaps change the name of the filtered inbox to the (laughs) cheating inbox. Yes, the shit you don't want to know from people you never wanted to hear from inbox. Yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. It does. But- Very descriptive. Uh, This is a quote from the message. My brother has been with Angie for a while. Angie has been lying to him about you and telling him that their relationship wasn't working, but wouldn't be honest about the fact that she was cheating on him with you. Right. She's probably telling them that they get mail and he's just a friend that she's borrowing his car. Yeah. When confronted, Angela allegedly denied dating this male friend. She later said, according to court papers, that she wasn't happy in the relationship with the man and wanted to see other people, but he didn't agree to it. Okay. By April, Angela had a miscarriage. Did she, though? Court papers state the that actually, quote, due to timing of the sexual relations between Ian and Angela, the child may have been the offspring of another man. Or may not have existed at all. 
Ian claims if he had known that Angela was in another relationship, he would have, quote, dumped her immediately. Oh, you think? Use your investigative skills there, like, bro. Like, what is it? This guy said, this is why, okay, this is why so many people get arrested and then are found innocent like 20 fucking years later because this is some shoddy ass detective yeah. work right here. And this is just his life. This wasn't this even- is a, This is, yeah. yeah. You would think in your life you would, but listen, every time I need somebody, the first thing I do is go on the Rhode Island Judiciary like website and look up people's fucking backgrounds. I Google the shit out of people like, hello, you have to. Googled me before we met. Sure did. Because I took your daughter on a road trip. Sure. <laughs> now, nary a few weeks later. <laughs> You're 100. By May 2016, Angela claimed to be pregnant again. Yeah, okay. She's fertile myrtle. This time, she gave Ian and their family sonograms showing that she was carrying twins. That she printed off the internet. <laughs> the sonograms had Angela's name, a doctor's name, a hospital name, and Photoshop. the date the ultrasound Photoshop. was taken. Photoshop. You're so suspicious. <laughs> Over I'm the, Italian. Yes, we are a suspicious group of people. Over the next few months, though, Angela's body wasn't going through the expected changes one would expect of a pregnant woman, you especially one carrying multiple eye. She couldn't even pig out and gain some weight to like keep this ruse going. Come on, Angie. Get with the program, honey. She did, however, complain of cramps, back pain, and nausea. Commit. That's just called being alive, though. Commit, dude. She was also nesting. Buying baby clothes and furniture oh, for the God. expected twins. That doesn't happen until like ninth month you nest. You don't nest in fucking the first three weeks or whatever or for six months, actually, three months. It's right at the end you start going into this crazy nesting mode. This lady is a cuckoo clock. Okay, I actually wrote this part down. Guess what? <laughs> what? Ian later found out that Angela's sonograms were fake. Oh, you don't say. Sold on Etsy for... Have a guess how much you can buy a f- a someone else's sonogram for? 50 bucks. $7.50. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, seven fifty dollars a piece. Why would someone sell their sonogram? That is creepy. <laughs> Ian confronted her. I mean, times is hard, my man. It's rough out here on these streets, apparently. Yeah. Ian confronted her, but Angela was adamant that the sonograms were real, even though... You can clearly hold them up, the Google image result right. and the printed one, and they are How about, identical. here's a novel idea. How about get Angela, put her in the fucking whatever three cars that she supposedly <laughs> has, drive to the fucking doctor, get a piss test, and literally get the results together. How about that? Well, How about go to a fucking sonogram and do it like that? There's more with doctors. Okay. On September 9th. Ian drove Angela to a hotel in Irvine that her mother had reserved and paid for. The next morning, Ian found multiple used pregnancy tests showing positive results in two boxes under the bathroom sink. The problem was the tests were obviously altered with ink. The pens were also in those same boxes. (laughs) What a fucking dummy. What a fucking dipshit. This girl is not prolific in these schemes. Like, you have to commit, bitch. Like, what are you doing? Flush the pen, throw it in the outside trash. Throw it outside, throw it out the fucking window. Put it in your pocket, put it in your purse. I mean, there's so many So many places for pens. (laughs) (laughs) You can think of a couple of places I like to tell her to put these pens. In August 2016, 2016 was a busy year for this family. well. 
Angela? There's a lot going on. There's multiple pregnancies. There's multiple job changes, vehicle changes. Like, I mean, we're doing a lot of shit here. We are hurtling towards the 2016 election. Yeah. Things are Listen, things are crazy. Things are crazy. Uh, so in August of that year, Angela claimed to start a job as an Orange County court clerk. Bull shit. And provided, quote, elaborate stories about events, peoples, and court hearings, according to documents. Okay, Casey Anthony. Angela asked her husband to cash a paper check from the county because she didn't have a bank account. How do you get a She's job? She's like 30 years that? old without a bank account. Ian says he deposited the check in his account on September 6th, and it bounced two days later because the account was closed. So from wh- where the check came from. Where did she get this check from? According to Ian Diaz, his former wife admitted that she'd never worked for Orange County and that she used a computer program to design and print a false pay stub and paycheck with an account and routing number. What? <laughs> this fucking lady. What is she doing with her? What happened? Okay. All right. All jokes aside. All jokes aside. It's not when you laugh saying I all know, jokes aside. I know. All, but all jokes aside, right? What the fuck happened to this lady in her childhood to make her such a fucking wackadoo? This was just the latest discovery of her pathological lying. Great. Jason Rayburn of the State Highway Patrol told cops that Diaz moved into his Huntington Beach residence shortly after they began dating. The couple met at a bar and were struck by how much they had in common. Rayburn was a cop, and Diaz claimed she worked as an attorney. Rayburn was a cop, and Diaz is a liar. Boy, we have a lot in common. Like, I'm a pathological liar. You're an officer of the law. (laughs) Who obviously cannot discern lies. Right. So he was a cop. She claimed she was working as as an attorney, not for an attorney, but as an actual lawyer. An ATTY. She was never a lawyer. She did for a time work in a legal office. (laughs) For whatever that's (laughs) worth. She was the janitor in a legal office. So according to the original detective's deposition, Rayburn described their relationship in its early days as, quote, too good to be true. No shit. You think? Yeah. Diaz moved in after claiming she'd been diagnosed with cervical cancer. Ah, the old chestnut. And that her living situation fell apart. Rayburn told the detective that he had to rearrange his house because of Diaz's chemotherapy treatments and that it was a difficult ordeal because his son has special needs. No, she fucking didn't. No, she fucking didn't. This bitch. Rayburn told police that Diaz shaved her head and displayed photos of herself getting chemotherapy. She also allegedly started drinking heavily. This fucking bitch. Yeah. Okay, I went from like just being like, oh, this lady's crazy to I will strangle this fucking bitch. Like you're literally making these people with a special needs child rearrange their entire life for your fucking bullshit. Yes. I would love to punch this lady in her fucking face. Now I'm actually mad about it. I'm actually mad about it now. Rayburn told the detective uh, that she became irrational. He was kind of concerned that she was drinking so much while going through chemotherapy, which is not something you want to do. No, first of all. Thank you, Mr. Rayburn, Officer Rayburn. Thanks, Doc. Uh, The boyfriend began to suspect Diaz wasn't actually sick well with cervical cancer. She's, She's sick all right. He had a friend survey the house one day while Diaz was supposedly scheduled for chemo, but Diaz never left the house that day. 
Oh, but did she have a, a selfie, like, showing her supposedly getting chemotherapy that day, even though she didn't leave the house? Rayburn and his friends started searching Google for phrases including chemotherapy and cervical cancer and found the same images she'd been sending them. No. Images she claimed were of herself in treatment. No. The discovery led to the videotaped intervention where Rayburn and a circle of friends confronted Diaz about her fabrication. Rayburn was the first to speak. Can you imagine, like, she walks in and, like, fucking, it's, like, Rayburn, his family, and, like, Jeff Van Vondren <laughs> from, like, intervention. Oh, that guy used to give me nightmares. One of the people at the uh, the intervention recalls Rayburn uh, speaking first and saying, we know you don't have cancer. To which she replied, yes, I do. You lying bitch. That's what I, they left that part out. I would have been like, you lying ass bitch. We know you don't have fucking cancer. Her response was, yes, I do. And he continued, and we know you're not an attorney. Her response? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. What fucking firm? Let me see your credentials. Where's your diploma? Where's your, where's your fucking bar test scores? I'd love to see them. Just present them right now. And we know you're not an attorney. Yes, I am. You want to see my papers? You want to talk to my mom? My mom? Yeah. She's in her 30s. Yeah. I'm going to tell my mom on you. Uh, things took an uncomfortable turn. You don't say, When Michael. one of the interveners asked to see her chemo port. Ooh. But Diaz refused to take off her jacket. Uh-huh. I wrote this down. You could have literally just proved it right then and then. Go, look, bitch. Yep. See? I wrote, I wrote this one down because I thought it was a, an important reaction I had while writing this. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Didn't think of that. She's not a very good planner, like schemer. Like if you're going to pretend to be pregnant, okay. start eating some food, gain a little weight. Like, you know what I mean? She's she's not the best. This this next two sentences are going to change your mind. Okay. I, I, I doubt it, but hit me. Back in the present of 2016, while reviewing Diaz's computer in regards to the emails, mm. investigators also found a Word document that was a pitch to the Lifetime TV network called, quote, a Darkness Within, the Angela Diaz story. <laughs> Another pitch was titled Daughters of God, the Angela Diaz Get story. Get the fuck away from me. You know, the sad thing is, there's probably a documentary with a title like that. Somebody, I guarantee you, there's at least something on fucking YouTube about this lady. She probably wrote it herself. This fucking wacko. A Darkness Within. A Darkness, yeah. You know who has a Darkness Within? Fucking me. I want to strangle this lady. As the web of lies unraveled, Michelle Hadley was released from jail. In 2019. Poor Michelle. We forgot, like, yeah. literally, we forgot all about Michelle sitting in jail. <laughs> Three months almost. For crimes she did not commit. What a country we in, live in. In 2019, she filed a lawsuit against Ian Diaz, believing that he was the one who orchestrated the setup on her. Ooh. Or at least he was more involved than reported. Right. Uh, yeah, because you figure if yeah. it's gone like to this level, he has to at least know about it, but he's also being duped. She added that she believed that his fellow officers did not look as thoroughly as they could have into Diaz. Speaking with BuzzFeed News, Hadley said, this is a case where a bunch of cops were looking out for each other. I mean, that's unheard of. <laughs> I mean, Michael, stop. Stop right there. That is unheard of. I wish that you're trying to say that cops stick up for each other almost as if there was a phrase. To describe that, um, I think not, my friend. I think not. I think not. 
uh, police did make some major missteps. Now, I'm going to read off the things that they didn't do, and you tell me, should they have done them? <laughs> they didn't check IP addresses. I mean, in an email case. Step one. Yeah. I mean, and also Angela. Angela. It's 2016, 2017. Everything is traceable. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you honestly think you would get away with this? Okay, so one thing cops didn't do that they should have did. Yeah. Here's another. They didn't look at security camera footage, which showed which showed her elsewhere at times she was allegedly stalking Angela Diaz. Why? <sighs> yeah, I Michelle that. has video I... proof of her being in places not near Angela Diaz when she should be stalking her. Yeah. Okay. I would sue the fucking shit. Yeah. Out of this county, the police department, the jail, the lawyers. That's two things they didn't do that you should have done. That's that's step one yeah. and one A and one B. Yeah, that's that's tunnel vision of the worst kind. Right. In 2019, Hadley sued the city of Anaheim. Thank you. The Anaheim <laughs> okay. Police Department. All right. And the Diaz's. Go, Michelle. Alleg- alleging officers initially ignored that mountain of evidence that showed her yeah. that showed the couple was framing her. Yeah. Yeah. On October 17th, 2017. So I don't know why it took so long for Michelle to get her case together to sue because it took three years. Because fucking shit takes forever. But on October 17th, 2017, so like a year, all of this has been going on. Angela pleaded guilty to 10 felony charges, including false imprisonment and perjury. Hadley had faced a maximum sentence of life in prison for crimes uh, the Diaz has accused her of. Uh, Angela struck a deal with prosecutors and was given five years. That's it. She's now serving time at the McFarland Female Community Reentry Facility in Central California. Five years. So that means she's basically almost ready to. Yep. That was 2017. She was. Yep. You said. Yep. She's dipping out. She's. She's. But that's not all. She's gonna dip in like a couple got, months. Got a little bit more. Oh God. May. Thank God she's in California. May 2021. Ian. Gets indicted for orchestrating the whole thing along with Angela. <laughs> well, I mean, serves them right for being a fucking dummy. The indictment alleged they even used the profiles to set up the fake sexual assault on Angela Diaz and then tried to conceal the bizarre scheme by using a fake email account, VPN, and even talking to each other on encrypted messaging apps. So he knew about it? For real? He was in, not only knew about it, he was into it. What the fuck? It isn't clear why it took four years after Angela was sentenced for it. It isn't to be clear indicted. why, as a member of society that's supposed to be protecting against this shit, he's now into it. Yeah. Why? Why it what? took so long for him to be indicted? Not really sure. Oh, get you fucking know why. The, get out of here. The indictment also included a perjury charge because he was deposed in Michelle's lawsuit from 2019. Like, Which obviously he lied about. Unless this, so why did he, did he really hate Michelle that much? Or is this just some weird fetish thing between him and fucking wacky Angela? Like what is happening? Two things can be true. Yeah, they're not mutually When the conspiracy began to unravel in late 2016, Diaz threw his then wife under the bus, stating she was, quote, solely responsible for framing Michelle. Bull shit balls. Yeah. So he was all the way involved. Yeah. And- Threw her away. Why she didn't immediately flip on him? Because she's a fucking cuckoo clock who clearly doesn't think things through. That is the story of Angela Maria Diaz, Ian Diaz, Michelle Hadley, and myriad other people. Listen, fuck Angela, but 
fuck Ian even harder. Yes. Fuck them both. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Fuck them. (laughs)